You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you I so. I cannot believe you did not I curse them. I did it. I, I did it. Was, it. It was the curse of the billy goat. It was the curse of the nibbler. I thought that it was going to actually Wrong. do it. It was not the curse of the nibbler. <laughs> it was actually the blessing of the nibbler because I called it before the season. Wait, let, let me just check the archives really quick. I don't. We'll know. have to get into this here I in a second. They, I think we need to. We, we'll need to go to some archived footage or uh, audio to make sure I, I understand exactly what happened. But I believe. The Chicago Cubs just won the World Series last night. We'll have to get to that. For the first time since 1908. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you for joining us today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, A big thank you to everybody who's going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link today to buy your Chicago Cubs memorabilia. Oh, my God. Although I'm imagining if you're in the city of Chicago right now, now you are probably not listening to this show. You are probably either uh, still drinking or you are in the streets somewhere partying passed or passed in, out. Or, yeah, it's some sort of gutter. Or it's Chicago or you're getting robbed or something. But uh, either way, <laughs> uh, probably doing a lot of celebrating out there. So let's get right to this today, Sarah. Now, every if, you are, if you're a longtime listener of this show, you know that pretty much before every major sports season and uh, also sometimes uh, for college football, different things, I make... You I haven't even very, started, and I'm already tired of you talking I about I make this. very astute—no, I'm milking—this is my day. I get to talk about this. Uh, I make very astute predictions that are sometimes mildly incorrect. Now, most people who listen to this show love to let me know when I am wrong. And they have no qualms saying that I curse things, that I that I ruin things for I them by picking teams, that I get emails. They... Like, I had to stop— I had to stop making predictions on Oregon State and University of Oregon games because people irrationally blamed me if the team would lose and I made a prediction. I've had to put up with this for years. Oh, God, Greg, the burden that you bear. Now, before this Major League Baseball season, I picked a very dangerous a dangerous choice because, let's just see. Well, let, let's wait. Actually, here, wait. I'm sorry. I can't remember what it was I... Oh, I did make a promise I would predict who's going to win the World Series this year. Chicago Cubs. Oh, I said the Chicago Cubs. Oh, wow. Oh, I said the Chicago Cubs. The Chicago Cubs. I picked them. Now, I was kind of worried about this. Because, you know, I obviously they hadn't totally won worried. since... I thought that you completely jinxed them. Well, they haven't won since 1908. <laughs> I figured they had already had a lot of jinxes. And I know a lot of Cubs fans, and I know some people would get uh, all wrapped up and would, would, uh, would blame me for it in some way, shape, or form. But... They pulled it off, and the game last night, and you know, and this is, doesn't matter if you're not a baseball fan, whatever, this is beyond baseball, uh, the game last night. The yeah, Chicago I Cubs. hope everybody watched it, because I'm not, like, the biggest baseball fan in the world, and I watched the entire thing. Well, because I was also working at a bar that was showing it, and that right. was so fun to watch that, and so stressful being the only sober person in the entire place, yeah. having to watch that goddamn stressful game. Well, the the game itself, I mean... Here's the thing. What happened last night, and again, I, I get that we have listeners you know, who, who aren't into sports. That's totally fine. That's not. This is beyond sports. This is something that what happened last night was a wonderful diversion from everything else that's going on in the world. It was a nice distraction, and it was actually like the nice ending or, or ending to it. Like the the movie wrote itself. Like it was the movie ending. It's the movie ending that's not supposed to happen happened because the Cubs won. 
I mean, they haven't won since 1908. I can already see you crying at the movie that's going to be made about this like two years from now. Oh, there's going to be a movie made about it. Absolutely. Well, I just predicted that, by the way. Uh, no, that, there's there's <laughs> going to be a Red Sox movie. Well, actually, the movie will be made about Theo Epstein. I'll talk about him in a minute. That's who's going to get a who's movie Theo made. Theo Epstein? Um, I'll explain that here in just okay. a second. That guy's going down as a legend. Uh, so... But yeah, they they hadn't won since 1908. Cleveland hadn't won since 1948, I think it was. So no matter what, you were going to get something historical. And now Cleveland's the longest-running baseball team that hasn't won a championship. So it was the two longest-running teams that hadn't won championships um, that were that were competing. But last Chicago night. had them by 40 years. So, yeah, I mean, they, oh, Chicago they had it much deserve, longer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they they won. And just looking today... I cannot believe that they won. Like, talking about that today, like, I cannot believe it was just... It doesn't seem like it happened. Yeah, and it went to 10 innings, and there was a (laughs) rain delay. I mean, there's everything drama that you could possibly have. It was tied. Yeah, it was just insane. You couldn't write more of a drama-filled baseball game, you know, than, than that. And the thing is, though, looking today and seeing some of the things that I guess we're kind of doing ball talk at the beginning of the show, but just some of the things that uh, that it's are a pretty big cool. Deal, yeah, yeah, and it's pretty cool looking at some of the things that have come out today. You know, if you haven't seen them, there's some great, uh, great footage of Bill Murray, who's a lifelong Cubs fan. You know, there's footage of him way back in the day with Harry Carey and him walking around interviewing players, interviewing Theo Epstein, like they're all getting dousing each other with champagne, and just like the sheer look of joy on Bill Murray's face was pretty priceless. And then you also have to, um, uh, you know, you, you look at all the other things that are going on with it, and like and all these, especially older people, you know, who have never seen the Cubs win. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite Dorothy, you know, Dorothy <laughs> who said that she'll go get a shot of uh, Jaeger after the Cubs win. Oh, so. yeah. Who was the the old guy who was like, oh, I'm not. I'm oh, yeah, the old crabby guy. Yeah, I can't remember his guy. name now. He was, like your, he was like your soulmate. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I can't eat. I'm, I'm too excited. Yeah, I'm too excited. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's just all those different things. And there's a bunch of people that have posted pictures of, you know, hanging out with their grandparents or at retirement homes and just these, you know, these people who have waited their whole lives, 90 some years old. They've never seen a Cubs Cubs championship. They've never seen the Cubs win the World Series. Oh, wow. And they're, you know, holding up their flags and everything. It's, it's really a cool thing. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of an exciting thing. There's, there's a lot of stuff to be pessimistic about and it's pretty cool. And for anybody out there who's trying to take away my predictions, I did predict it. I deserve credit for this. I, I did. I deserve credit for my prediction being correct. That's it. But I did predict this win. And for I everybody who gives me shit, I seriously thought that you were going to jinx it. Like I, I when I was watching it, even when it was like six six, oh, and it, I did it, make it, a promise. I would predict who's going to win the World Series yes. this year. Chicago Cubs. Oh wow! You just I'll explain on Monday. This days. is their year. This is their year. <laughs> Sarah, did I ruin a bunch of people's years by making that prediction? In some Indians' ears, like some Indian fans. Nah, I don't care about. Well, what does that have to do with it? Oh man, yeah, I just like for some reason in my mind, like especially if you like pick a team that you like, it's fun to kind of have that perspective because they were just like villains to me mm-hmm. when I was watching it. Oh, Cleveland, especially yeah. that catcher, that guy who looked like the worst high school bully. Yeah, yeah you know I which know. guy I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know any of their players. I mean, I don't even really follow baseball. I'm not. I'm not lying. Like, I don't really follow baseball during the season. I love the playoffs, but this was one. This is a story that goes beyond baseball, and that's why it is, just because it's the Cubs. And, and So what do Cubs fans do now? I don't know. I mean, Cubs fans, like, like, what like the they joke do? of Chicago Cubs winning yeah. the World Series is the running joke forever. I mean, that's that's the joke. So I don't know. Now there's no joke to that anymore. 
I don't know how you, I don't know what tops that. Um, we actually had a, I had a message from uh, Dwayne in uh, Calgary who wrote asking kind of that same question, like, what do you, what's the joke now? I mean, I guess, you know, he suggested maybe the Buffalo Bills winning a Super Bowl. Maybe that's like the running joke because I don't know if, I don't think they've ever won a Super Bowl. Um, maybe that's it, but that doesn't even have the punch of the Chicago Cubs. Like the Cubs are, are, are the pinnacle. Like they're the lovable losers. Mm-hmm. Now they're not the losers. So I don't know what you do with that. Uh, I don't know what's going to top it. Uh, Keelan says more like the Detroit Lions. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, Detroit maybe. Lions Cleveland really Browns. That's okay. So, yeah, if we go to the NFL teams. Cleveland Browns, I suppose, that would that would kind of fall into that category. Um, yeah, but other than that, I don't really know, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know what has the same Mr. Jenkins says now the Cubs will win five over the next six years and we'll all be sick of them. Which is totally true, like because we love them because they were the lovable underdog, and now everyone's kind of like, no, no, next year I don't want them to win. No, nobody does. <laughs> yeah, no, now it's like yeah. the poor Cubs are like, okay, sorry, after 108 years, you got one win. Yeah, now we don't like you anymore. Yeah, Jasmine is saying the Trailblazers. I mean, oh, I mean the Trailblazers, they've at least made it there, but yeah, I mean they haven't won since '77. I think there's teams that have gone even longer than that. I mean, I've never seen a Trailblazers championship. Which I would like I to think see that. I the Trailblazers went downhill as soon as they let go of that awesome show, Sportlandia. Well, that was definitely a mistake they made. I mean, I think that's when I saw the team take a turn for the worse. That was definitely a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I, I can agree with that. Poor decisions I could agree with that. Yeah. Uh, that, was a, that was a terrible Didn't mistake. Didn't they lose last night, too? Uh, I don't know. They did. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, we just got really vindictive there. I just realized... After well, we'll never work for them again. I mean, clearly because it's just you know it's it's different owners and they clearly didn't understand our talents. But yeah, I just really am not the biggest fan of basketball once I'm not paid to watch it anymore. Well, see, I mean, for me, I grew up uh, watching basketball and I grew no, up. No, you've the always been a fan. No, I know you that know, you're a fan, but that's for me, why uh, not working for them stung pretty badly when when we were working for them. Yeah, you know, and that that ended. But we don't need to talk about that stuff. I mean, that's uh, yeah. Anyway, um, Sarah and I did a show for the Trailblazers for a number of years. So if you mm. didn't know that, we it was a it was a great show. It was a great online television show. It was. We did. Yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got accolades and everything. So anyway, moving on from that. All right. Yeah. So who is Theo Epstein? Okay. So let me explain this. So Theo Epstein. So you're going to see his name a lot. So Theo Epstein is, I think, the president of the of the Chicago Cubs right now. I, I have to look up what his exact title is. So he's like this baseball savant. And he's only 42 years old, and he was hired by the Red Sox to be their general manager at 28, which is the youngest anyone's ever been hired to be a GM. Like, Wait, look how at, is that even possible? Well, they, they took a risk on him and they hired him. Like, he's just, he's just like a savant when it comes to baseball. He just, knows, he just knows how to put together teams that work. You know, did you ever see that thing with um, Moneyball, you know, with Brad Pitt... Oh, yeah, yeah, Billy I like Bean. that movie, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess Theo Epstein would be, like, another level above that with huh. how he can put together teams and find talent and make deals. He's just he's just that guy. So he's, he's just a genius. So he's responsible yeah. for piecing together the cut. Not only that, he's the guy. So if you remember in the early 2000s, the whole thing was the Boston Red Sox hadn't won in, like, 100 years. Theo Epstein's the guy who put together that team. He put together that team and broke that, the curse of the Bambino, the Red Sox winning the World Series. He's the one that put that team together. So he Wait, went how old there, was he then? Well, that was 12 years ago, so he was like 30 or something like that. Yeah, 30, 31. I mean, that's what I'm saying. The guy's a genius when it comes to baseball. And he then 
you know, he ran through with the Red Sox, and then the Cubs hired him away to try to rejuvenate the Cubs, and this is what he's done in like four years or something like that. that what that's the what hell? I'm saying. The guy's like, it's not, it's unreal how how good he is at this. He's really good at doing this, at putting together teams. So he is. Uh, that's what everybody's saying. It's like, yep, yeah, he's punching his ticket into the into the Hall of Fame. Like he's he's in the Hall of Fame for sure. Now he will be. So is that the guy who was squirting Bill Murray in the face? Yeah, he's the, the guy. With, yeah, yeah. There's a video of him and Bill Murray hanging out. Yeah, spraying champagne all over each other. So uh, Ed says, "How much does he make?" He, I just read this. Um, I guess he signed like a four year, four or five year deal for fifty million dollars. Oh my god! But they're already saying like, yeah, he's underpaid for for that because of how much money he's just made the Chicago Cubs and the city of Chicago with with the Cubs winning the World Series. That's that's not even enough money for what he's he's done. So wait, so he is responsible for piecing together like I mean granted it's not just him but no, no, yeah I'm just but yeah to pretty like, much what his what his job is so he Well he's like let me see his official he, title he right now. He picks out the peop- like the the team player like people audition and he picks out who's going to be on the team. Uh it's not really an audition. He's president of baseball operations. So everything that happens on the baseball field all the players all the deals ultimately it's got to run through him. Okay. So he sees players, he's talented different places, you know, there's a whole giant network of people underneath him, but he finds talent in different places or finds deals that other teams overlook, like a lot of their players are people that were overlooked by other clubs, and people didn't look at them or, or thought they would never do well in Major League Baseball, and they would see something in that guy, and they'd bring him in and bring him up through their organization wow. and turn him into a star, you know, where other people were just like, yeah, you're never going to play in the major leagues. So it's, or they find like really good deals, you know, or stuff like that. What I did notice after watching baseball for five hours yesterday was that the Cubs do have a lot of good looking fuckers on their team. Uh, oh, yeah. Who's that, who's that blue eyed guy? <laughs> I, uh, I think you're talking about Bryant. Bryant! That's yeah. him. Oh, yeah. man, that guy is a dreamboat. Yeah, what a real rough life Chris yes. Bryant has. I know. He's just like, not only am I devastatingly handsome, but now I'm a World Series champion. Yeah, real rough. I feel real bad for Chris Bryant. Uh, yeah. Oh, Chris Bryant. Yeah. Oh, man, that is a, that is a <laughs> handsome guy. Yeah. So, um, so but anyway, uh, Theo Ep- that's who Theo Epstein is, though. He's the guy who, who put it all together. Okay. So anyway, there's just, just some information you know, about, about it. It's just a, it's a really cool thing. And it's it's a fun story. It's a fun story. I'd suggest deadspin.com, uh, one of my favorite sites that I go to. They have a great compilation of uh, old people um, old people watching the Cubs win. And it's just like a lot of people videoing, you know, their, like I said, like their grandfathers or grandmas and stuff watching the Cubs win. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. That's pretty great. They're even at uh, Wrigley Field right now that one of the walls, there's an impromptu uh, memorial thing that's going on where People are going up to to one of the walls there, and in shock, they're writing the, down the names of all their friends and family who died before the Cubs uh, could win, who didn't Aww. get to see the Cubs win. So it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty pretty neat what's happening there. That's sweet. I mean, you forget that like baseball is America's favorite pastime. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean like... football's really kind of overtaken that, but but yeah, traditionally that's what it is. I find baseball more interesting than football. I'm surprised that you said that because I think 99% of the time, I don't think you've liked baseball. I think you like playoff baseball. Yeah, that's what true. Because I, I don't think you're going to watch sit down and watch 162 games, which is how long the season is of baseball. And if they all look like Chris Bryant, then maybe I will. Okay. Well, all right. Well, there we go. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of what it is. So it's, it's fun. And the bottom line is 
Oh, I did make a promise I would predict who's going to win the World Series yes. this year. Chicago Cubs. Oh, wow. You just I'll explain ruined on a Monday. whole bunch of people's This is their year. This is their year. <laughs> I said that. Before the season started, Sarah. God. It happened. Let me have my one moment. I cannot believe that you were right. I am honestly, I am floored. <laughs> I am floored that you were right. It doesn't even make any sense. It makes no sense. Good thing we have a recording of it. See, I feel like I don't remember you. I don't recall you. Oh, so that's not your voice? That. Oh, I did make a promise I would predict who's going to win the World Series yes. this year. Chicago Cubs. Oh, wow. You just I'll explain ruined on a whole Monday. bunch of people's This is their year. This is their year. <laughs> You've had stunt my voice and Big Jim's voice. And Big Jim's voice? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Those are stunt voices. Oh, my God. Like, I really wanted the Cubs to win, but now that I'm having to deal with you being right about it, it's like the worst thing. You know how much I put up with with people telling me constantly and posting on my Facebook page and sending emails complaining about my predictions? I'm taking this moment. I'm taking my reward. You take your reward. I'm taking my reward. You take your reward. What was that from? Is that from 30 Rock? Take your reward. Yeah. You take your reward. Oh, I did make a promise. I would predict. Yes. This year, Chicago Cubs. <clears throat> did someone send that to you or did you cut that out? Oh, I cut that out. Oh, God. All right. I don't have to blame the listener at least. All right, so I have to say, today's world of crazy is a little gross. Oh, why? I couldn't, because I, I couldn't find a lot of stuff, and the stuff either ended with like people like being, you know, maimed or like you know, people dying, or whatever. So I found the least gross of the gross of the stories. So I'm just saying, like, it might not be my best issue, and it might be a little gross. That's all. Hello, my friends. hair in my mouth. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I was... Why are you looking at me like that? When I said I had hair in my mouth, Greg's like rolling his eyes over there. Alright, first up, out of Japan, a new brand of Japanese chocolates manufactured by a company named Kiki will be hitting the shelves next year at in the form of women's nipples. Ew. Women's chocolate nipples. And they're going to be called Choco Nips. <laughs> and you can purchase them. Choco Nips will be sold with eight different types of nipples that you'll be able to purchase. The chocolate nipples have been designed by a modern Japanese artist, Mikado Ido. And they look disturbingly real. I don't understand why someone would want, like, like, hey, I want a piece of chocolate. You know, I'd like it, like a nipple. Well, I don't know why you need food. Yeah, that's. You're like, why would you? Is want that like strangely like your uh, cannibal or something? That kind of seems like it. If you're gonna like, does that mean you have cannibalistic instincts? I would think so. I mean, I'll eat animal crackers, but I want to eat animals. Like, I wouldn't want to eat like a chocolate eyeball. Yeah. Would you? I don't know. No. Yes, you would. You hesitated. No. I mean, I'm not that into chocolate. Turn it into something peanut butter-like. Because it makes you sneeze. Yeah. Well, it does. Yes. I'm allergic to chocolate. <laughs> and grass. And air. And grass. And uh, no, not air. Uh, dirt. 
dirt. And dust and dust mite. <laughs> dust mites live on dust, and I'm allergic to them too. And pollen. Yeah, I'm allergic to a lot of things. You are a sickly child. Well, uh, if you'd like to buy a box of Choco Nips. <laughs> Choco. Which will be available um, starting February of next year. It'll set you back $53, 53 American dollars for a box of eight. What? Who is going to pay that for this? Uh, I don't know. Creepy people. Um, so you can pre-order your Choco Nips. Uh, now, if you want to get them by the 10th of February. So if you want to get those, you go ahead and All right. Google Choco Nip. All right, this is a gross story. On Sunday, this past weekend, emergency services were called to a... horrifying incident that happened in Sheffield, South Yorkshire... This is what happened. A man in South Yorkshire reportedly... How gross is this world of crazy going to get? This is the grossest, I think. No, actually, it's not. Never mind. There's another one. Um, a man in Yorkshire apparently cut off his toe with bolt cutters and then ate it. <laughs> Local paper The Star reported in Sheffield, South Yorkshire that a man entered a home improvement store, picked up some bolt cutters, and severed one of his toes from his oh foot. Then he reportedly ate it. Who eats their toe? Well, he ate I think there's a, toe. there's a number of who does this in this story. Um, this happened at 11 in the morning. Imagine that poor guy or woman or whoever is working at the store. The poor person working at the store just like, oh, in for a long day. Oh, it's only 11 o'clock. Man, I've got to be here till 8 tonight. What's going on over there? Why is everybody... What's the kerfuffle back in the back in the bolt cutter section? Oh, this is what I have to deal with today. Emergency services were called to the store at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Oh, man. An unnamed witness called 911 after they witnessed the man walk into the electrical aisle, pick up bolt cutters, Cut off his big toe and started eating it. That is so wrong. And then it says, and then the story says, in a statement, South Yorkshire police stated they believe the man acted alone. You think? Why is that even necessary? I don't there? know. That is the most worthless sentence. Like, clearly, if he cut off his. Oh, God, who cuts off their. Who eats themselves? Never mind. Uh, there are not believed to be any other parties involved in the incident as not being investigated as a crime. Uh, well, the store's name is Wilco, and they did confirm that the incident involving self-injury did occur at their store. They say, we thank our team members for their prompt action. I wouldn't even know what to do. What would you do? Uh, if you're in a store, I wouldn't go near them. You see someone take bolt cutters, cut off their big toe, and you see them, see them like, seeing they're eating it? I wouldn't go near That's that person. That's the worst thing I would ever. I would not oh, be God. trying to stop them. I would stay way the hell away. I would uh, I'd just call the police. And, to, and warn other people awake. Ah, stay out of the way of that guy. I'd watch out that he doesn't try to cut somebody else. Who 
Tony would be says he would hard. try to he would take the bolt cutters away from him. I don't know. Do you want to try to take the no. bolt cutters away from crazy? If somebody is just take bolted off their big toe. I mean, they clearly they they, they don't care about themselves. They have no fucks to give. No, they're they're willing to take off their own toe. Oh gosh, Keelan in the chat wrote, "They should have called a tow truck." That wasn't me. That was Keelan. Just reporting the jokes. Oh wow, there are lots of tow puns going on right there. All right, I'm gonna skip that next story because I just uh, if it gets worse thing. than that, maybe maybe we should. I skipped it. This reminded me of you. A man has been sent to jail after unable to pay for his food, decided to shove as much pizza and cinnamon sticks into his mouth as he possibly could before they took it away from him. Oh, that's good. Yes, a man. Pizza of, sticks are delicious. A man, no, cinnamon sticks. Oh, just cinnamon and cinnamon. Oh, pizza sticks. and cinnamon pizza, sticks. Okay. Comma and cinnamon sticks. Okay. A man has been accused of jamming delivered pizza <laughs> into his mouth without paying for it. <laughs> so, so what this happened? This is a Greg. Where is my favorite place in all the land? Port St. Lucie? Port St. Lucie. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. Well, it is in Port St. It's St. Lucie. Oh, okay. Or Port St. Port St. Lucie, yeah, actually. Uh, it was in Port St. Lucie, but he got delivered to the St. Lucie County Jail. So, accused Domino's defrauder. That's what they're calling him, the Domino's defrauder. James Chandler, 60 years young. Oh, you made oh, he's it 60. 60 years. He's 60 You made it 60 this. years, and then you go down for this. James Chandler. I think his name's probably Jimmy. It's probably Jimmy Chandler. Yeah, that sounds about right. He seems like if Jimmy Chandler's shoving pizza and cinnamon So explain what happened in this. Let me tell you. Jimmy Chandler was ferried to jail by deputies after investigators say that on October 23rd, he shoved pizza and cinnamon sticks into his mouth and stiffed the delivery driver. So the guy like showed up with the pizza. He showed up and he grabbed it from him and started shoving it in his mouth without paying for it. I mean, who doesn't secretly want to do that? Well, the driver told investigators that uh, she went on a delivery, delivered to the address that it was, and met a man later identified as Sweet Jimmy Chandler. Well, she gave Jimmy Chandler the pizza, but he didn't pay. He said he had store credit, but the driver called Domino's and the manager... <laughs> As he's just shoving it in his mouth. I've got store credit. The man, I'm going to say that next time. The manager indicated that wasn't the case. Uh, the driver then stated that she told Jimmy Chandler that he did not have store credit. And at that moment, he <laughs> freaked out and started shoving all the pizza and cinnamon sticks into his mouth at once. <laughs> Uh, the it's like when a dog gets caught like with food, it does and just tries to wolf it down as quick as possible. Yeah, it's like yeah. looking, ooh, like ooh, eye, ooh, making ooh, eye ooh. contact with you, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the driver said that uh, Jimmy Chandler shoved food in his mouth, and then he threw the pizza box at her as he was still shoving food in his mouth. Uh, the Domino's manager showed deputies the crushed up boxes to prove that Jimmy Chandler did indeed shove the pizza and cinnamon sticks in his mouth. Why is there not a reality show based in Port St. Lucie? There's got to be one. Like Port St. Lucie cops. Shit happens in Port St. Lucie. I would totally watch that. Uh, Rick Rutherford in the uh, live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. You're a live subscriber, $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Uh, just said the Port St. Lucie jail must be delightful. That could be a whole like Suicide Squad 2, like Port St. Lucie County Jail. Yeah. Something like that. 
I want to see what these because you got this guy I mean, who just like, shoves pizza. There's pizza funny stuff for Port St. Lucie, but like a lot of that's like where the face. Well, and then you got the face eaters. Yeah, there's like, the face eaters. There's lots of I mean, bad stuff. I mean, I'm not. You know, you, you're gonna deal with some face. We'll eaters. do the. We can do like the kooky parts, like well, the like the guy, the Greg Nibbler of Port St. Lucie, if you will, who's shoving the pizza and cinnamon sticks in his mouth. Can't charge me. There's no pizza left. <laughs> I don't see any pizza. Do you see pizza? <laughs> Well, Jimmy Chandler told deputies that he ordered pizza from Domino's and tried to pay with a check. He then said the delivery driver told him that Domino's doesn't take checks. Well, <laughs> the woman said that wasn't the case. And Jimmy Chandler uh, fessed up to stuffing pizza and cinnamon sticks in his mouth. He tried to pay paying. with a check. He tried to pay with a check. That Jimmy Chandler, the sweet, sweet Jimmy Chandler. I'll make this out for a little bit of extra for you. I'm going to post-date that. <laughs> well, Jimmy Chandler of the 4700 block of Regina Drive in Port St. Lucie was arrested on, this is a thing, on defrauding an innkeeper charge. Oh. Old-timey charge. Defrauding an innkeeper. For defrauding and gallivanting, you will be sentenced. Oh, you're gallivanted. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to end here because I had to skip the gross stories. Because I don't want... You don't want to hear... Do you want me to read just the headline? Are you speaking or I'm, I'm not sure what's going on over there? Do you want me to just read the headline? Sure. Mangled penis leads to 40 months in no, prison for a woman who performed illegal surgery. Oh, God damn That's what I skipped. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Chicago Cubs. Oh, God. Uh, Anyway. All right. I don't have a whole ton of ball talk. I think today's show is just going to be a little bit shorter. However, I do want to bring this up. Like, I'm glad that the Cubs won because for some reason, I have become a magnet for crime. Like, we've been talking about it about my house, how somebody was going into my backyard and breaking, uh, you know, and broke into the backyard and stole a bunch of stuff. And I tried to set up that camera. I had to give the camera back to my friend, but I never caught anybody. So I put up the, all the signs. Uh, shocking, if you're planning on breaking into my house. Wait a minute. Yes, it's covered in cameras. There are so many cameras. I wouldn't even know where to start looking at all the cameras that I have. Where are all the, the cameras, Greg? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so many cameras. Uh, unfortunately, not one on the street, though, because somebody got into my truck last night. <gasps> No. Yeah. Seriously? Did they like yep. break a window or something? No. And here's the thing. It's possible I could have left my truck you unlocked. Ne- that, is un- I, that is unbelievable because you are the most I'm, paranoid person about that. I am yeah, absolutely religious about locking the thing. Like, I get up here, even in the studio, I constantly, constantly lock my truck. So it's I would be- very irritating. Very surprised if that's what happened. Um, but I can't figure out how they got in. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, my truck's old enough, and they could have popped the lock. That's probably something they could have done. Um, but yeah, I have no idea how how they would have. Was it like in, in front of your house? Yeah, right in front of my house. Oh, yeah. Gross. yeah I went in there this morning, and I'm like, why is there shit all over my passenger seat? And it just took me a minute. I'm like, what is that on the ground? And my oh, they went through everything. So they they ripped out the um, like the ashtray, you know, which I just. I keep changing there, so that yeah. was full of change that they got. And then I've got a like a center console where I, where I keep a couple extra bucks. You know, not a lot of money, but I just keep a couple extra bucks in case you ever like I need emergency gas money or something. So because I'm that guy, I'm the old guy that does that. You are emergency no. gas money and some stamps. And so, oh my so, god! So they went through all that. 
I went through all that stuff, so, yeah. And some Tums in case I get a bellyache. Yep. Well, in the back of the truck, that's where I got my survival kit, in case I ever get Did stuck Did they get into the back of the truck, or was it just the they, front? They need to double-check that, actually. I was in a hurry this morning because I was running to get down to work. I don't think they got into the back. I don't think they did. Um, but, yeah, they, they rifled all through everything else. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be too bad. I think I got off all right. I still have to take some time and inspect for some more damage. But we'll see. It happened to my roommate, too. So somebody's going through our neighborhood and, and going through cars. It's been happening more. Do, and, was your roommate's car door locked? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he said it was, too. So I don't know. Unless we Does both Does he have an alarm? To... Do, you ha- do you have an alarm on yours? <sighs> I've got a fake alarm. I've got a thing where it sounds like I have an alarm, but it doesn't. I don't, I've never been able to get it to go off. Oh. I've never been able to get my alarm to go off. Oh. So, shocking secrets revealed. Yeah, if you want to break into my truck. True secrets. My old truck. Yeah, I... But you can't steal his $2 that he had the center console because somebody just got that last well, night. Well, somebody got that. Yeah. Somebody got a few bucks. I just hope they didn't get anything else out of it. Um, yeah. Because it's, that is coming on the heels of another issue, which if, if somebody's following me... Yesterday was... Yesterday and this morning, minus yesterday the Cubs was, thing. <laughs> I, having a little... Yeah. yeah having, a, having a rough go of it. Um, so, I checked a... Uh, a credit card because it was the end of the month, you know, just to see. And I'm I'm not going to reveal too much on this because I'm hoping this gets resolved today. If it does not, I may need everybody out there listening's help. And basically, my my card was used. I must I must have dropped my card, so uh, my fault. I know, and uh, and believe me, I'm paying for it. I must have dropped my card when I was I took a trip out of town to Hood River. Um, about two or three weeks ago, just needed to get out of town and was staying out there. It wasn't just me. And I used my card at this, uh, bar left, didn't nothing too crazy. You know, it was early and I'm, I didn't use that card again and I must've dropped it because it got picked back up. And at this same bar, another tab was opened up. In my name, oh under my that God. card, the same night, actually after midnight that night, which I was already in the hotel asleep at that point. So this wasn't even, I, it was not me. Like it, there's, it wasn't me. So somebody opened up another tab and How racked up. How much did up. they spend? Uh, it was about 90 bucks. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So it was- uh, $90? Yeah. It's like 88 something, 87 something. So yeah, about 90 bucks. And- So did you tell the bar that it wasn't you? Well, that's the thing. I called the bar about it. And I just tried to explain, you know, hey, why do I have two charges? Because the first charge was totally mine. I signed that and tipped and I'm like, yeah, that's that's legitimate. But it, I got this bill here that says I opened up another tab um, like the next day, which would have been midnight after midnight. And the bartender's like, yeah, says here you opened up a tab. Looks like you left it here. And, uh, you know, and then we put on another 25 percent. So and I'm like, well, no, that that's the thing, though. That wasn't me like the fifty five dollar charge. I'll just explain it. Yeah, the the other charge was right. The yeah. first charge was correct, because um, they're you know buying some drinks, and this other charge, this guy's like, I, again, I don't want to get too far into it, but he he accused me of lying, and said that I was lying, and said that I opened up the tab and I didn't pay for it, I didn't sign it, and they ran it, and this guy just wouldn't get off the thing. I'm like, no, I understand why you would want to. I understand why you're you're doing that because I'm sure some people do that, but I went through and explained. I'm just like, no, and I remember exactly what I ordered. Like, I remember my exact 
tab. I remember exactly what happened. I remember who I talked to. I even had a conversation with the with the bartender. I remember who was in there. You know, I remember everything about it. It's not like I was wasted or anything. I, I had that was it. Oh my god, I'm looking at actually reviews of this bar because I know the particular place, and it has horrible reviews from people saying that they were treated like shit at that place. Really? Uh huh. Okay. Well, then that's horrible me... service. Yeah, screamed at by the bar staff. Yeah. So treated like crap. Yeah. I think that you should say the name of it. Um, I'm gonna give them till today because here's the like. So I called them a couple of days ago. Um, when I realized the charge was on there and that's when the guy, I, I spoke to a woman first and she accused me of lying. And then she said, well, I have to get a hold of the owner, but the owner's out of town and I'll have her call you back. I'm yes. Like, All because right. if you're lying, that's what you want to do. Yeah, why would I call? Yeah. Why would I call if I was lying? Like, why would I, why would I deal with that? And then, um, I waited over 24 hours. Nobody called me. And so I called back again and I spoke to this guy on on the phone, the bartender there. And, and, uh, uh, it's being asked in the check. Did you have your card when you got back or did you lose it? No, my card's there. That's where it is. Cause I couldn't find it. And I, I thought I had just dropped it in my bag. Cause I, it's a card I don't use very often. And my mistake, I dropped the card totally my fault, but yeah, my card's actually at this bar right now. Um, and I spoke to this other gentleman, the gentleman, I'll call him a gentleman, whatever. I spoke to this other dude who was a bartender, and he did the same thing. He ran through the rigmarole and accused me of lying. And then finally, I got the owner to call me. And she went, I told her what happened. I'm just like, look, it wasn't me. So I don't know, you know, maybe you have some security footage. Maybe you can look this up. I can tell you exactly what I ordered. And this other bill, they're, they're looking at like, oh, yeah, it looks like you ordered like five ciders and a whole bunch of top shelf shots. And I'm like. I don't even drink cider, really, very, very rarely, yeah. uh, let alone am I going to order five ciders for myself and a bunch of top, lof, top shelf shots. Like, it's just, I'm like, that's just not me. Like, well, you probably, sounds like somebody you just had too much to drink and didn't remember and left. Oh, um, and that's when I wow. said, well, I was like, well, if that's the case, it sounds like you really overserved me. Um, if that's how, <laughs> if that's what you're going to go down to, if you let me open up two different tabs in the same night. you want me to night, report that to the OLCC? And that's, that's what I told the guy, yeah. too, when he was, when he was going through. He's like, yeah, well, it just sounds like you had too much. I'm like, well, number one, you realize like like you I, I'm like it was not me it was not me I did not open up two tabs but also boy that's a lot of drinks for one person huh you think you really served me that many yeah and anyway the uh now this owner says that she's going to come into town wherever she is I don't know where the hell she lives it was a Washington number so I, I don't even think she lives in the area and that she's going to go through the receipts and and check it and I'm I don't know what that's going to do. You'll just find the receipt that I signed, which is the legitimate one. Yeah. And then you'll find another one that's a bar tab that was run up and the person left without paying, of course, because why would they? They just got a bunch of free drinks. Yeah, exa exactly. So I don't they know what, what she's going to prove. Just... Oh, that's so crappy. Um, I was going right. to give her a, a chance. Um, why don't we uh, wait till tomorrow? We'll put a pin in it till tomorrow. And then we'll say the name of the place. I'll say whether I'll, I'll finish the story tomorrow because it's supposed to be resolved, resolved, or it's going to keep going this afternoon. And and if it keeps going, um, yeah, yeah, if it keeps going, gonna, no, we're I'm going to let everybody know what this business. No, we are is. because you are not a liar. And no, I did. I I was in bed asleep. And also, you're not a top drinks. shelf drinker. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, to be honest, I'm not a top shelf, and uh, generally speaking, not a cider drinker. So, um, and I'm also uh, not a cheat. I would pay for my drinks. So that just, it's just not me. 
that's really crappy. I was in bed you, asleep. You know, <laughs> I was like asleep by like eleven thirty that night. Like it doesn't seem suspect that like you signed out, you probably tipped well, and then all of a sudden, oh, poof, you opened another tab, and it's almost a hundred dollars, yeah. and you didn't sign it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's being noted in chat. Yeah, the card is closed. I had already closed the card before I realized even the charge, um, and and I did uh, I, I did contact my my bank. So I put a dispute in with the bank on it too. But who knows? I don't know what the process is with this kind of stuff. It depends on what this bar owner's gonna do. I mean, she's she's obviously she's calling me a liar. That part I know. Wait, are you going to find out today then? Yeah, she's supposed to call me back today, but they've been not very good about that either. So we'll, All right, we'll make sure that you, uh, if they don't call you, call them so that we can talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. I want to put this on blast if they're talking about I you do being a liar. Yeah, yeah, that's the part I don't like. I'm like, I understand you have to do your due diligence, and I'm sure they do get people to do that kind of thing. But after talking to me this much and showing how vigilant I am in trying to get a hold of them, having to call them repeatedly just to get them to call me back. Like, I, I think you should understand that this is clearly, you've got an issue here. Oh, yeah. At the very minimum, even if you think you're correct, damn, you sure overserved this person. If that's, if you think I'm lying, right? then, uh, yeah, what were you doing giving me 10 shots or whatever it was? Jesus. Yeah. All right, anyway, there we go. I'll okay. leave it at that. All right. Leave it at that. Uh, I will, I promise, though, tomorrow I will give another uh, piece to that story. And tomorrow on the show, yes. who are we going to be joined by? We will be joined by Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan. Yeah! From Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard is back. Super Troopers. Super Troopers. So they will be joining us. Uh, they've been on the show before. They're awesome, and they're going to be joining us tomorrow morning. And uh, and they will uh, be here on the show. I'm so excited. I am too. I'm too. It's going to be great. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. This is kind of an odd show that we've done today, but normally we have a lot of other things going on. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I do want to remind everybody, one week from today on November 10th, we will be at the Landmark Saloon, which is a fine drinking establishment. It sure is, and they don't take advantage people. of you at all. <laughs> good, good people. Good people. A place you want to go and return to and give them your business. And they are uh, going to, where it's where we're going to be having our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. We're starting them back up. We want to thank Small Town Brewing is going to have their uh, Not Your Father's Vanilla Cream Ale. Mm. And then we'll also have Tullamore Dew. So it's a co-sponsored event. It's free to play. You get there about 6, uh, 6 p.m. on Thursday, November 10th. You sign up and then uh, we'll start play about 6.30. And we're going to have tons of prizes sponsored by Asylum. Asylum, and yes. We're gonna, it, it's going to be just such a fun night. So we hope you guys can come out a week from today. Yeah. Yeah, so that will be happening then. We would love to see everybody out there playing some bingo. That would be great. It's a lot of fun. Two thumbs up. Congrats on your proper pick, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's uh, it's the one thing. I think I don't think anybody was going to give me credit until I gave him the sob story about the other two things that have happened. Now it's like, "Eh, all right, Greg can have his day. Okay, you can Greg can have his day. (laughs) All right, thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, I did make a promise I would predict who's going to win the World Series yes. this year. Chicago Cubs. Oh, wow. You just I'll explain ruined a whole bunch of people's This days. is their year. This is their year. <laughs> <laughs>